Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. It's the first day of August, brand new month. We are excited to announce a brand new release. We have now put Greater Than Jonah on Audible. The audio version of my latest book is available at Audible. You can use the Audible app, audible.com. You can buy it at, uh, if you get your audio books through iTunes, Apple, Google, or Audible. You can find it. It is there. And we now have it linked to our website, paulwhiteministries.com, in our store. But if you use the Audible app, just go into your search window and search Greater Than Jonah. You'll see the book by Paul White, narrated by Paul White. I sat down and narrated the book earlier this year. It's been a long process of getting it up and ready, but it is now available. So if you like to listen to books more than you like to read them, particularly if you like to listen to books read to you by the author, then get Greater Than Jonah on Audible. We are in Mark chapter 14. Yesterday was the essay edition. The essay dealt with Judas. Judas is introduced into this portion of the story in Mark 14.10. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priest to betray him to them. Verse 11, and when they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. So he sought how he might conveniently betray him. It doesn't do any good for me to do the full essay and then come back in here and do a podcast on that. So if you want to hear about Judas, my thoughts on Judas, it's not exhaustive, but it's a couple thousand words. That's about a 12 and a half minute podcast on Judas Iscariot and this entire incident with Jesus. Then listen to the essay edition, which is yesterday's podcast, July 31, 2023. If you'd like to read it, it is available in print form at our website. Let's move on to verse 12. Now, on the first day of unleavened bread, when they killed the Passover lamb, the word there is better would be better used as sacrificed because it has a different connotation in the Greek. When they sacrificed the Passover lamb, his disciples said to him, where do you want us to go and prepare that you may eat the Passover? Let's deal with these two, because there's two feasts in view here. There's unleavened bread and then the sacrifice of the Passover lamb. The feast of unleavened bread is a feast that symbolized the removal of sin, and it coincided with Passover, it's in which there was to be no leaven in the house. And leaven does not always represent sin. Leaven is a representation of something that has the ability to spread exponentially. Like, for instance, Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is like a woman takes a measure of leaven and puts it into food, into meal. And then the whole loaf rises. The leaven there is the yeast that makes the loaf rise. Jesus is surely not saying the kingdom of heaven is like sin (laughs) put into your life and explodes. No, he's using leaven as an example of how exponentially the kingdom grows. Okay. So it's more a illustration of exponential growth Um, that which spreads and is unstoppable. But contextually, it can be the kingdom. Contextually, it can be sin. Contextually, it can even be unity. At Pentecost, Pentecost was the only feast on the Jewish calendar where they used a loaf of leavened bread. 
because Pentecost is where you bring in Jew and Gentile. And so you introduce that other substance into the bread and then it exponentially grows. So unleavened bread, removal of sin in that context, and you can find these sort of markers in Exodus 12 if you want to take the Old Testament and really put some legs on this unleavened bread illustration. The Passover meal actually falls on the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is the 14th day after New Year's on the Jewish calendar. And of course, you realize the Jewish calendar is not using the Roman calendar, and so their New Year falls a little later in the year than would fall on the Roman calendar. Now, Jesus will die at Passover, and this is the feast that celebrates the blood that is shed by the Paschal. Paschal is another word for Passover, by the Paschal Lamb. And that blood then went onto the doorposts and the door mantles of the homes of the Israelites when they were in Egypt to save them from the angel of death. That famous, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Thus we get the feast of Passover. So Jesus' death then has a continuity in the divine plan of redemption. This is how Paul sees it because Paul calls Jesus in 1 Corinthians 5 our Passover lamb. He puts Christ into that place. Um, So think about the order of these feasts. Passover and redemption. um, Feast of unleavened bread is the putting away of sin. So both my salvation and the putting away of my sin are accomplished in the Paschal Lamb. I'm a Christian, so I don't go back to the Jewish calendar and celebrate a Feast of Unleavened Bread or a Feast of Passover, but I celebrate the spirit of these in Christ. Christ becomes my unleavened bread, my road to an unleavened bread. In other words, my road to being released from whatever it is that exponentially wants to dominate my life. Christ is my answer by taking in that Passover lamb. Um, one more little tidbit that I always find interesting. They, they were instructed in Torah to choose a spotless lamb, and they were told to bring it into their home four days before the Passover. And they were to raise it in their house for four days and then kill it. And I, I used to think, wow, what a morbid practice that God put on the children of Israel. That they had to put this lamb in their house for four days and then kill it. Gosh, kids got to be crying and screaming. You're killing, you're killing Dolly. <laughs> you're killing Bobby, whatever you named it. I doubt they named it Bobby, but you get my point. Um, but I see it now as a symbol of sacrifice that you, it can't be that which costs nothing. And so the cost isn't just money, but it's seeing something that you love pay for something else. And in a way, that's Jesus. Something that is beloved paying for something else. The disciples say, where do you want us to go and prepare that you may eat the Passover? We'll get into Jesus' answer and what happens in this Passover meal starting tomorrow. See you then. God bless.